the magic really happens is if there's one thing to remember is no single mineral works alone. Every mineral affects another mineral, which therefore will also affect how our systems are working. So the supplements are balanced to fit your oxidation rates. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Mineral balancing. What is it? Who is it for? And why, Julie, are you having someone speak on mineral balancing on the podcast? Yes, conscious investor, those are all really great questions. And we're going to dive into all of those during the episode, specifically, what is mineral balancing? How does it work? Who is it for? But I wanted to just let you know, remember back before 2024 began, I let you know that this year, the year of 2024, I was going to be extremely intentional on bringing on a health expert every single month because that is one of the elements that we need to be investing in, right? We invest in our finances and that's great to build wealth. We invest in our mindset on our Monday episodes. That's critical. And we need to be adding in that element of growing our knowledge around health, physical health, relational health, spiritual health, all of the above. And this month, I really wanted to focus on mineral balancing. This is something I've personally been exploring, and I'm going to be practicing mineral balancing over the next, throughout 2024 specifically. And I'm going to be working with Diane. And I thought this is going to be great to be able to share this journey with you. And in the episode, I actually explained why I was personally choosing to go down the mineral balancing path versus so many other options, hormone therapy or blood work, monitoring blood work, or just simply monitoring nutrition practices and such. So it's a really rich podcast episode. It's something that many people haven't heard of. They don't understand and they don't know that this is an option for cultivating stronger health and wellness. And so that's why I wanted to bring Diane on. And I'm confident that your mind is going to be blown multiple times throughout this entire episode because the information is extremely powerful. Let's dive in. Real quick, Conscious Investor, I want to make sure you knew that you had a personal invitation from me to come up to beautiful North Idaho. Come join me at the Conscious Investor Growth Summit taking place March 8th through 10th at the gorgeous Coeur d'Alene Resort. This is a place for conscious investors to come congregate together, a meeting of the minds, we will be talking about health, mindset, wealth, building strategies through real estate. And all of the speakers are so phenomenal. They are flying in to pour into you. This event is unlike any other event out there because it's really taking a holistic approach to investing. We want to cultivate our personal freedom and we want to ensure that as we are on this path to developing our wealth through real estate investing, that we are also nurturing our physical well-being, our relationships, our spirituality, our mindset, because we can have all the mechanics and the know-how of investing and using our money well, but we could be bankrupting these other parts of our lives. And so at this event, I've brought in expert friends from across the country and some locals that are pouring into you. But guess what? That's not all. 
There's so many powerful all-star rock star people attending. Oh my word. It is going to be phenomenal. So the opportunity to network, to create meaningful relationships and have substance is going to be unprecedented as well. Tickets are limited to 150 and those tickets are going out the door. You don't want to miss out. So I want to see you there. I hope to see you there. Don't hesitate. Make sure that you are taking initiative, get your tickets, and let's see each other there. Wow, Diane, I am so excited to have you here on the Conscious Investor Podcast. I know that the Conscious Investor is just absolutely curious. What do you do and how did you get started? Thank you so much for having me. Um, Kind of what I do, I'm a natural health practitioner. I started in 2020, like a little bit. And then what I do is I specialize in hair tissue mineral analysis and mineral balancing. I got started mostly because of my own health issues. I feel like a lot of us that do this kind of start that way, but a lot of it didn't get resolved with like the typical protocols that I had often tried. Many times they helped and I felt better for a time, but it just never seemed to like really get to the root. And some of the things that I felt like never really resolved were like extreme fatigue and brain fog and things like that. So when I got introduced to mineral balancing, I felt a difference pretty quickly and it made the biggest long-term effects that I had ever experienced with my health. So I started implementing it with clients and it has probably been the most powerful protocol I've used to date. And pretty much everyone that's used it has seen some type of results from it. So I just really kind of started specializing mostly in that because of how unique it is and how much it can be individualized to an individual person. Like it's very for your body, not a blanket approach for everyone. I absolutely love this. And what I love is that so often natural health practitioners, when they're trying to resolve their own personal issues, and often I notice that they end up specializing in some capacity. Conscious Investor, you might remember Brittany was on from Buddha Belly recently talking about gut health, and that's her specialty, right? And so I love that you are specializing in mineral balancing because I'll tell you when our mutual friend had mentioned that she was going down this protocol path with you and I've been watching her journey. I'm thinking like, I don't even know what mineral balancing is. I was really curious. How did you in your journey discover it? So it came up in part of my training when I was getting trained to be a practitioner. I was introduced to it for a very short amount of time. It wasn't much, but I got introduced to it then first. I'm trying to think when I even really like gave it a thought to like get into it more. But I think it was when I was talking with a friend and she had been using it for herself and was seeing pretty drastic results. So after that, I did more like courses in it to get more educated on it and just started trying it on myself because that's mostly what I do with things is I often try them on myself before ever using it with clients or anything like that. That's absolutely commendable that you're trying it on yourself first. I'm the same way when it came to investing in apartments. I started doing it before I invited people to do that with me. And I went down the e-commerce path and I said, hey, conscious investor, just let me go down this path first to see what it's really like. And it's so important that we are trailblazers before we start inviting everybody along the path. Now, I'm curious about 
within mineral balancing, can you explain how this works? And I'm going to have this a little bit elongated question, okay? And I'm doing this for you, conscious investor, because a lot of times we hear things and we don't really understand what they are. And it's easy to just dismiss it. And I personally have been trying to determine if I want to go down a path of blood work, like a lot of my friends do, as I want to improve my health. And if you've been listening for a while, you know, 2024, my goal is I want to improve my health. And so I was looking at blood testing. Then I was looking at hormone testing. And then a mutual friend comes on, it starts telling me she's a longtime friend of mine. And so I'm like, huh, I know you like you trust you. And she starts talking about this mineral balancing. Can you explain? I guess what I'd like to ask first is what's the difference and where does mineral balancing fit in the scope of different testing that people can do? Yes, that's an amazing question. So there's a lot of things like in our body, often we get like little flags or little warning signs that something isn't maybe up to balance or where we want it to be. And those can present in many different ways. So often we like start going after the symptoms that are showing us that something's not where it needs to be, whether it's fatigue, hair loss, it can be anything. Hormones is a really big one. But the bigger question that mineral balancing kind of gets to is the absolute root. Like why is it not where it needs to be and is having showing us things that are not pleasant often. So in the body, like everything has to have energy to do its processes. So mineral balancing kind of gets to the root of all the systems. So like if our body was a car, minerals are kind of like the spark plug. So often if like, I'm just going to pick on hormones for a little bit. If hormones aren't where we want them to be and we're having symptoms of that, rather than going after that is like asking the question, why are they not where they need to be? And why does the body not have the energy to balance it correctly? And often it comes to the root of one of three things, or it can be all three. It's either deficiency or toxicity or trauma. So one of those three and minerals are kind of at the base of every single system in the body. Like a car can't go without a spark plug. Our body can't function without minerals, but the trick is like how they're balanced. So the last thing we want to do is like go out and just like buy a bottle of trace minerals or zinc is another mineral. That's very amazing, but we don't just want to go and like grab it and like start taking them. The key is really in how they balance together. So one of the guys that he was kind of the one who discovered all of mineral balancing and how it really affects us, Dr. Paul Eck, he has a saying that says, how much minerals we have will determine how much energy we have. And that goes for like our immune system, our thyroid, adrenals, how well our skin is, our hair, everything stems from that. So the difference in how mineral testing is done versus like blood testing or even hormone testing is blood work. We can change, like our blood can look different from one day to the next, even six hours later, it can look different. Hair testing is done by taking a tissue sample of hair. So you just take a tiny sample and it gets analyzed, but because of the way hair grows, so it grows a little bit slowly and minerals get excreted into the hair. And then by doing the analysis, we can see pretty much like a three month mark of consistency, like where your body's been at. So it has more of a long-term picture, whereas blood is more like a moment in time. Blood is definitely very valuable and 
amazing tool to use, but it'll show a much different picture. Whereas hair testing is a very long-term picture in the body and it'll show like consistent where the body's been at mostly for the last three months. I don't know. Does that answer your question? Oh, no, that very much answers the question. It opens everything up to so many other questions when we're looking at, I appreciate how you were saying that all of these minerals have to be balanced. So it's not just go and grab the minerals at the health food shop and just start pounding them. Because now if we have something that is in excess, then we're going to be more excessive in that and still deficient and they're not in balance. And so that's actually not going to be fully functional, fully operational. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. So what does the process look like? Um, You take a hair tissue sample, it goes to a laboratory. Like, can you just walk us through what this whole process looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So Yes. You just take a little hair sample. It can be done at your home or you often want somebody to help you. So you get a good sample and don't like ruin your hairstyle or anything. I mean, do we have to just trim the end or do we have to get the root? So you actually have to get the root like where it's growing out there because that would be the new growth. So it'll show where your body's been at like recently. And then you just, yeah, we send it to the lab and the lab analyzes it. The results come back to the practitioner that ordered the test. And then we go over the results together And basically what you'll see kind of on your first test are like the way the minerals are balancing together will show us how your body's systems are functioning together. So things like adrenal function, are they overactive or underactive and burned out? Thyroid function, it'll show us not the thyroid itself, but kind of like are the cells actually receiving thyroid hormones so that your body can reap all the benefits from it? Or is there like something blocking it, like a high calcium level or something like that? And then we'll also see things like how your metabolism is doing, like has it slowed down? Is it fast? Is it going too fast? All of those things, you'll kind of see them on the first test. And then there'll also be more like smaller things that are also important, but like, do you have heavy metal levels showing up? Or does the body not even have enough energy to be showing the levels? And there's like hidden metal toxicity. Those are like a lot of the kind of the basics and the main ones that we'll go through on a first test. But the test itself is very easy to take. It's one of my favorite things about it. It's super affordable. You can do it at home. It's painless. And it's just, yeah, a tiny sample of hair and you send it to the lab, which all comes in a kit that it's very easy to do. Okay, this is fascinating. You were talking about how it's a sample that you pluck it from the root so that you have the new growth. I mean, I have some ideas because I did do some research on it. As you know, I've been dabbling into this. I'm about ankle deep. But can you just explain what does that demonstrate to us with that new growth and the rest of the hair strand or... Yes, absolutely. When you take the sample, you cut it as close to your scalp as possible. You don't have to pluck them because that's painful. And you can still get an accurate sample if it's cut right at the scalp level. Um, Okay, we don't have to pull it out. Conscious investor, did you hear that? (laughs) We don't have to have our hair pulled. Okay, (laughs) just trim it. I got it. Yes. And then after that, you just save about barely an inch. So you don't want to save more than that because you want the most recent growth to get the most accurate picture of where your body's at now. Let's say you take like the ends and you would send that in. That might show depending on how long your hair is and how fast it grows, but that might show like where your hair was at nine months ago, or if you have really long hair, maybe even a year ago. 
So it's really important that the sample is taken correctly, like close to the scalp and only like barely an inch out of that saved for the sample. Okay. Very, very fascinating. I have multiple questions written down here on my notepad. I want to ask you about the heavy metals and tell us the effects of heavy metals. And then also going through mineral balancing, does that naturally flush out the heavy metals? Because I just spoke with somebody recently and his wife was talking about, no, my wife has me on this protocol to like flush out all the heavy metals all the time. And I don't think it's the same thing. So I'm curious about the heavy metal issue. Yes. I love this subject. It's really big subject. So I'll try to keep it consolidated, but I get excited about it because it's one of the things that can really mess with our health. So metals actually, if like, let's take aluminum, for example, can actually take the place of some really vital minerals like zinc or calcium. It can take the place of those minerals and it kind of steals the spot from them. And therefore it affects the systems in our body that require on those minerals. So Forcing them out is never a great idea because we obviously don't want them there and there's a solution, but just forcing them out can actually leave an empty space there where they were. So what this program does is it's mineral balancing. So the supplements involved have a lot of minerals and vitamins. And the goal is to get the mineral levels up to where you're like breaking even and have enough and then a little bit extra. And it'll actually start pushing the metals out and replacing that spot with minerals so that there's something there that the next time you come into contact with a heavy metal, there's no option for it to go there. Because if we force it out or pull it out with like chelation or something like that, it can leave this empty spot where you're very vulnerable for heavy metal to get space there again, or just to have like a big deficiency in that area. So working with the body over time, depending on how many metals you have or what levels they are, But yes, it definitely will push them out with time. And that's often where the protocol gets a little bit unpleasant, but definitely worth it because it will push them out and replace them with like very valuable minerals that need to be in that place. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. And I think for a lot of us, the response would be, oh, that's bad. I got to get rid of it. Ah, Push it out. But I would never have thought of, wait, but you just left this big hole and So what's going to go there? And naturally, it's going to want to bring like kind back into that home. So this sounds really amazing. You had mentioned about metabolism and things like that. I know conscious of us or many of us are in our middle years and our bodies are shifting and changing. What are some of the effects that you've noticed with the minerals and metabolisms that are shifting? Yeah, so there's many different rates that our metabolism can be working at. And another word for metabolism is oxidizer. So I might use the word interchangeably. Um, But basically, like people that are fast oxidizer, it means that their adrenals and their thyroid are functioning at a higher speed, like it's giving out more energy, because those are the main two, like if our body was a car, they're like the gas pedals. So fast oxidizers, the adrenals and the thyroid are going at a higher rate of speed or putting out more hormone. Slow oxidizers are putting out less of the hormone or either not receiving it into the cells. Like an example of this would be someone that has a high calcium level and a low potassium level would be a very slow oxidizer because potassium is required to get thyroid hormone into the cells. So if there's not enough, it might not get there and calcium will block it. So that would be a slow oxidizer where the minerals and hormones can't get to where they need to give us energy. So some of the symptoms with like 
slowed down metabolism would be like dry hair, dry skin, low energy, afternoon crashes, needing kind of sugar, caffeine to get through some of like the afternoon slump, sometimes difficulty getting going in the morning and easier weight gain, harder to lose weight, harder to build muscle. And then fast oxidizers often have a lot of energy, but they can be equally tired if they're not a healthy fast oxidizer where they might start putting out too much thyroid hormone or too much cortisol, stress hormone, and they're kind of running off that. So there's a healthy fast oxidizer and unhealthy fast oxidizer. And we'll see all of those levels on the test. Sorry, that got to be a little more complicated than I intended. No, I loved it. I'm like tracking with you. This is so fascinating. Okay. But yeah, it'll determine like what your body prefers. Like, do you prefer to burn fat for fuel or do you prefer to burn carbohydrates for fuel? Slow oxidizers need lots of protein and easy carbohydrates, whereas fast oxidizers do better on things like keto, higher fat and protein. Slow oxidizers might try that and they might be okay for a little bit, but they'll often start like losing hair or getting low energy or their symptoms might get worse because they really need the carbs and protein for energy and to speed up the metabolism. I don't know if that makes sense. I know it's like all kind of intertwined, but if you do a test, it'll definitely be very clear, like which one is you and what is a better fit for you. Okay. This is absolutely fascinating. So what I'm hearing is, Hey, we're going to find out how your body, the oxidizer, AKA metabolism is how we normally talk about it. And in this space, we talk about it as the oxidizer, and then we can start to figure out, okay, this is the category I fall into. I really appreciate the science, like there's science behind it. So we're not just self-diagnosing, self-labeling and saying, I just have such a slow metabolism or my hormones are changing or this or that. It's no, here's concrete evidence as to how your organs are actually functioning. And because they're functioning in this way, here's a better protocol. So a couple of follow-up questions, or maybe just one actually is once you know what kind of oxidizer you are, it is two questions. Then do the minerals help regulate that in a better capacity? So you're not really hyper or hypo. And the other element would be is, do we change our actual nutrition? according to what we are? Yes, that's an amazing question. It kind of all goes together. So yes, if you see if you're like fast, slow, medium, fast, medium, slow, there'll be a specific protocol that will fit for you. So we don't just like guess, like you said, according to symptoms. And let's just take a fast oxidizer, for example, they'll need to eat higher fats with some protein, but lower carb because carbs will quickly turn into energy but they turn them into energy faster and then it can like spike blood sugar, blood pressure and things like that. So we'll get a diet that's individualized along with a kit of supplements that's individualized for a fast oxidizer only. So you actually would never want to give a fast oxidizer the supplements we use for a slow oxidizer because it could actually speed them up too much. And that's just as unhealthy as someone that's really slow because it raises things like blood pressure, blood sugar. It can make them feel anxious and cause their symptoms to worsen. So it's very important to like read which one you are and then get the nutrition, the supplements, and even lifestyle kind of goes with it. It's really fascinating, but often in fast and slow oxidizers, there's even like personality trends that tend to go with them where they might do better with different like exercise styles, lifestyle, and things like that that'll fit better for them than it might be for a different oxidizer, if that makes sense. 
That makes so, so, so much sense. And it's so fascinating. So let's go back to protocol real fast. And let's say we start the process, hair sample begins the process, trim it, don't pluck it, trim that little hair sample an inch long. That goes into testing. We go over the results of that. And that shows what needs to be adjusted. Supplements are unique just to every single individual and what their balancing needs to take place. Tell us about what these supplements are like. Am I going to be drinking horse water, for lack of a better word? Like, am I going to be like having to live by my timer reminding me that, oh, like in 10 minutes, I got to take the, like, what does this actually look like? Because I know the Conscious Investor and I are both out on our missions, contributing in the world and to our families. And so what does that look like in a daily lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, when you get the results back and we determine your oxidation rate, your metabolism, what's going on, do you have metals or how many and all of that, the protocol is, it varies between people. So typical protocol is you often will be required taking the supplements at least two times a day for some people three, and it's usually taken with meals because of what the supplements are. And then yes, diet does make a big difference because ancestrally, that's where we got our minerals from. It's our food, our water. And now it's a lot different than it used to be. We eat different foods. It's just not the same. And so the supplements are kind of to replace what we've been lacking even for generations. So food is important. It'll depend on your oxidation rate, which, but the plan will come like nutritional guidelines that are helpful but it obviously won't like make or break it if you sometimes cheat a little. The supplements are really important because of how they kind of replace what we ancestrally used to get, like the B vitamins, the magnesium, the calcium, and the balance of them. That's like where the magic really happens is how they're balanced together. Because if there's one thing to remember is no single mineral works alone. Every mineral affects another mineral, which therefore will also affect how our systems are working. So it really is like the supplements are balanced to fit your oxidation rate. So you come out a slow oxidizer, there'll be very specific levels of like calcium, magnesium, a little bit of vitamin D, and they're all like together. So you don't have to go buy them separately. So it comes as a kit. So it's super easy. There are usually ends up being like four to six different ones that work together, but they're all just pills. <laughs> so you take them with meals mostly. Sometimes if someone's younger or they can't do pills, there's things we can supplement or arrange for that not to need to be pills, but mostly it'll be like a kit of nutritional pills that will kind of be on the program. Does that help? Absolutely. Actually, it sparked another question. Everything always leads when you're curious, right? How young can we start? That's like, can we do this question. with our kids? Absolutely. It's phenomenal if kids can do it because it can really set them up for a healthy future and for really strong foundations, basically things that we often struggle with. Like when life starts getting really crazy and stressful, they'll have a lot more resilience if they have good mineral levels. You obviously, a child needs to have enough hair to do the sample. So sometimes really young children don't have enough. But I've worked with as young as a one-year-old. So you can start really young. Obviously, a protocol for a young child is going to look very different than it will for an adult. Um, and it's usually very minimalistic. And often, if a child is still really young, it's helpful. Like, 
a one-year-old, we would mostly work with food and like liquid things that they can easily take in. But yes, they can start as soon as they have enough hair to do the sample. And then often they need to be over a year old because sometimes younger than that, they'll still be breastfeeding and things like that. So yeah, about as old enough to do a hair sample or a little bit over a year, I would say. Hair sample or weaned. Maybe yes. <laughs> you gotta have the hair. Yeah. Oh, this is absolutely fascinating. I'm wondering, I would gravitate and conscious investing might be thinking, oh, well, this sounds more like a female thing. Like maybe this is all the women are doing. I have so many of my gentlemen friends that are pursuing bettering their health in in so many different capacities. And so this is definitely one of these protocols that is not gender related just because we're two women here. It doesn't mean like, oh, well, this is only for them. And hormones are not just a female thing. Everybody has hormones. And so I'm wondering if you could give us maybe an example, a couple of examples of some of your clients and what they've seen, the differences that they've seen, if we could even, if we want to do two, if we choose a male and a female sample and Absolutely. Just walk us through the changes that they experienced. Yes. So this definitely goes well for guys. And for some reason, guys seem to do actually better on the protocol than women. Not that women don't do well, but guys just have less the ups and downs that women kind of do because we have cycles and things like that. One thing that makes it really simple is it is just a kit of pills. So it comes with directions and you just like make sure that you lay them out for the week and then it's really easy. So it's very sustainable, easy to do. But one of the guys I worked with, some of the symptoms that he came in were like joint pain. He used to play softball for hobbies and he wasn't able to play very well anymore because of joint pain. He gained some weight um, and he was just noticing like in general, he said he felt 20 years older than he was and a lot of like inflammation overall and kind of feeling bloated after eating. So those are just some of the symptoms. After he was on the protocol for about six weeks, he noticed some changes slowly And by the time we did his first retest, a retest is typically done at three or four months. He did his first retest at four months. He had lost enough weight that his wedding band was actually loose. He had to get it resized and he was able to play softball again. He was still dealing with some of the symptoms quite a bit, but that was one of the guys I've seen change the fastest. Now, not everybody is going to change that fast. I always say the program needs at least 12 to 24 months because we didn't get this amount of deficiency in a couple of weeks that it's also going to take this time to get there. But that would be one example of a guy that responded really well and quickly. He was really young too. So that always helps like younger people respond faster because we're able to give them a little bit more. If someone's a little bit older, then we always go more slowly to be gentle. An example for women, I'll use myself <laughs> for this one. I was an extremely slow oxidizer when I started I had so much fatigue. I remember like it was so bad when I was going to work. I was going to just pray that I would be able to make it to the next thing in the day because so much fatigue and brain fog, losing hair, dry skin, all the things that are very typical for a slow oxidizer, lots of blood sugar ups and downs where you get those crashes and you have to have sugar to keep going. Mine took longer to start seeing results because a slow oxidizer will always take a little bit longer because our body's moving so slowly. So it's like, pushing a car uphill versus a fast one going down and you put on the brakes. It took me a good six months to start seeing some of the things come back. But when it started, and there was definitely some difficult spots where the fatigue got worse before it got better. 
but slowly like my energy increased. I got a lot of new hair growth. My hair is so much thicker. I had a lot of acne always. I could never like get it clear no matter what face products I tried. And that really cleared up after about, I would say more like eight months. So that took longer. But yeah, I don't know if that's helpful or not, but definitely slow oxidizers will respond more slowly. It's more of a slow, steady and fast oxidizers. Usually there's like a quicker response. If that makes sense. That makes so much sense. And by the way, conscious investor, if you're listening on the podcast, you're missing this. If you're watching on YouTube, you're like, there is no way that Diane had bad acne problems at all. <laughs> like You have such the most glowy, radiant skin. I'm like, I mean, I believe you because I trust you, but I'm like, oh my goodness. Wow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to run out of time. I have so many questions for you. I appreciate that you gave us an idea. Hey, we've got to try this consistently 12 to 24 months. I'm also curious about some of the side effects that we may experience. You mentioned that you had some, the fatigue got worse at one point before it got better. And I know our mutual friend, she experienced something as she was shedding calcium, but she was aware of it. And so what are some of the common side effects? I'm so glad you brought this up because I never want this program to sound like it's like this amazing thing that you start and everything just gets better from there because it definitely (laughs) comes with some harder things as well. So it's kind of like anything else in life. Like when we start wanting to be more fit, we go to the gym and it works, (laughs) but we also get sore and it's hard and takes consistency. That's very much how the program is. So everybody's symptoms will be different, but I've never had anybody do the protocol consistently for a long amount of time without having a retracing pattern happen. And retracing is essentially where the body goes in and it addresses to the very cellular level of a deficiency or toxicity. And it brings a toxicity out or replaces the deficiency, which means it'll actually change your oxidation rate. So if you're running too fast or too slow, it's like speeding that up or slowing it down. And a toxicity, which these are the hardest, and you'll know if you experience these. I'll take myself again as an example. I had higher levels of mercury and I had high levels of copper. Those two do not feel good when they're coming out. So for a short amount of time, things will enter the bloodstream and then your liver and kidneys will take care of it and you get rid of it. But while it's in your bloodstream, you'll experience what's retracing. And for me, that was a lot of fatigue. Like every afternoon I had to take a nap. There was no way I could keep going. Like the brain fog got worse. The fatigue got worse. And then it'll last for two days to two weeks. It depends on who you are and how much you have. The body is very, very smart. So if it starts a retracing pattern, it will not start unless it is sure that it can complete it. So it's kind of like a process. And it'll do it at the speed your body has the ability to do it. So some people can only do it slowly and little bits at a time. Other people, it just like comes out and is like difficult and it's more short and intense and then it's gone. That's much more how fast oxidizers are. They might have symptoms for two hours to two days. Um, Slow oxidizers, it'll definitely be a little more nagging and slower because our body's still moving more slowly. I'm glad you brought up the calcium because that was something that if somebody does have high calcium... That calcium actually is supposed to be in our bones and teeth. And if it's in the soft tissue, it will actually break up and your body will get rid of that. But there's often actual physical pain when that happens. So let's say you have an old injury from sports in high school, or you had an injury from who knows what, the scar tissue will actually break up and it goes in to heal it at a deeper level. And often people will experience pain 
like they did when the wound was fresh for a short amount of time as it's working on doing deeper healing there. So that's like a very short version of retracing. Retracing is definitely the worst part of the process, but it's so worth it because almost always when you get through it, you feel like a new level of energy and things like really clear up. For me personally, it was when we did the retest, we could see like when the copper really came out and the mercury and that it was right after that, that my acne started getting better consistently. It wasn't completely cleared, but it was definitely getting better. And in women's hormones, estrogen is very much related to copper. So if someone is really high copper, they have higher estrogen. And so that's very likely why the acne started clearing because it was like that cystic hormonal type of acne. So I don't know if that is like a good answer for what you're looking for with what to expect when oh, it's not pleasant. So, it's so fascinating because I can't imagine anything. I'm an athlete and I can't imagine trying to go in and work with my body without having to deal with some discomfort of some sort. Because I mean, having great results, usually there's a price of admission. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I just need to pay the price and understand that this is going to work out. But another question I have is once we are balanced and we've done the retesting, let's just say we've gone through 12 months of the protocol and we've done another retest and things have been in balance now. What's the protocol at that point? What's the maintenance of it? That's a great question. So it's different for everybody because it really depends also on our lifestyle something that's really underrated is like the stress levels that we live with. So like how we manage our nervous system and how like our stress levels are on a regular basis affects our adrenals directly and our thyroid. Like a lot of stress will burn through certain minerals much faster. So someone that is managing their nervous system well, and they're living with stress in a good way because we can't like completely eliminate stress and they're at a good level. Like you said, maintenance would be like testing two times a year and just like getting a maintenance protocol, which often looks like four supplements, a basic multivitamin that's fit for your oxidation rate, a good stabilizing level with like the calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, like all of those at, at the amount for your oxidation rate. And then a couple others, usually people are a little bit zinc or copper deficient. So we one of those. And it's just like a much smaller protocol and then keeping it checked twice a year, kind of similar like blood work where it often will change like in women, for example, if they get pregnant or give birth, then obviously you want to keep checking a little bit more because that's extra stress. Or if we like have a business change or move or like something really stressful, you might not feel as well. And then you're like, oh, I need to test before the six months. But once you're maintenance, like twice a year should be really good. Often people end up kind of making it a lifestyle because once they get through like all the retracing and the difficult part of it, they feel so well that it's more of like a lifestyle change. Like they kind of adapt to that way of eating and the supplements, like most of us already take something. And if we don't, it's not really hard to implement, but maintenance is definitely super easy as in like, it's not hard to keep up with because it's basically food managing stress and the supplements that come with it. Wow. This is absolutely fascinating. I've been it's really looking forward to having you on the show. As we wrap this up, I have another question for you. And that is, what have I not asked? That's a common question that people have when they are looking to work with you that I have neglected to ask at this point. I don't know. Something you think that people should know that we haven't covered. 
That's a really, really good question. And I don't know, honestly, you asked a lot of really great questions and kind of the basics. One thing that I guess would be to keep in mind is it's not a quick fix as amazing as it is. And it does work. It's not a quick fix. So definitely like if it's something you're thinking of, like trying out, keeping in mind that it does take time, consistency, and it isn't easy, like always kind of like working out but it's worth it. So definitely giving it at least 12 months, nothing less than 12 months. And often in adults that are like over 25, it'll take more like 24 months to really get to a level of balance. And that depends on the individual. Obviously, some people have more metals and things where it might not need that much or more. But keeping in mind that it takes time, consistency, and being able to ride out the low spots And when I say that, there's definitely support. Like I work with all of my clients when they go through retracing, we adjust things, we help make it easier. And if you order tests through someone else, definitely be in contact with them when you go through retracing to have that support. But being willing to play the long game, I guess, is something to keep in mind. If you're looking for something that like has everything better in six weeks, this wouldn't be it, if that makes sense. But if you're looking to get to the actual root, then keeping in mind that it's also up and down, I guess. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And honestly, I'm personally into long-term solutions. Slow and steady is what wins the race. And even as I work out, I work out in a different way than I used to 15 years ago. It's like, great, when I'm 85, I want to be able to do this. (laughs) I don't have to kill myself. (laughs) And so inviting a practice like this into the health repertoire just seems like a really great opportunity. Conscious Investor, I want you to know that Diane is going to be at the Conscious Investor Growth Summit. And so you want to come, you'll be able to talk with her. So she's not going to go on stage and speak in one of the blocks. She's going to be out there where like other speakers, but she will be there where you can engage and interact and talk with her about what you're up to and what your concerns are and just get answer your nuanced questions. So I wanted to make sure you grab your tickets. They are selling and they're only 150. So you don't want to miss out. So head on over to consciousinvestorgrowthsummit.com and snag up your tickets. We decided that we're going to do a promo code on behalf of Diane, that is 50% off. So I know at this point, there aren't a bunch of promo codes out there and the tickets are nearly gone. So you want to use the code MINERALS, you hear that S on the end, M-I-N-E-R-A-L-S. You want to use that promo code and you're going to have 50% off. Conscious Investor, I believe in this. And Diane is here. She wants to support you. So I want to encourage you come to the summit. It's always great to meet people in person. And then if you're unable for any reason, Diane, how can they reach out and start working with you to really improve their health on a deeper level? Absolutely. So they can look me up on my website, holistichealthoptionswithdiane.com. Or my phone number is 208-304-4223. Oftentimes people just call because that's easier for some people. But yeah, they can reach me that way. Awesome. I appreciate your time so much on this. I know you and I have so much more content that we're going to be co-creating. Conscious Investor, you want to stay tuned to that. I want to do a couple of workshops. I'm going to be working with Diane. And like she said, she was her own guinea pig. 
I like to try things out. And this is something I've been doing a lot of research on. And so I'm going to be working with Diane. And we were talking off air about how cool would it be to have a workshop where we can go over the first round of results and share that with you real time, just so you can kind of see what does this look like? Obviously, you know, I'm a pretty transparent person with the conscious investor. Let me know. Let Diane and I know if you would like to just be a part of this process. Maybe you're curious about it, but you're uncertain about it. It's the first time you've heard about it. And there are all these other health things out there. I get it. I've been doing a lot of research on this myself. So if that's something you're interested in following, maybe I'll start creating some more content on the YouTube channel or on social media platforms around my own personal journey. Let me know, reach out to me in some capacity and say, I'm totally curious and I want to know. Diane, thank you so much once again for joining me on this. And I'm really looking forward to walking this journey with you. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Hey, Conscious Investor, I have a quick, humble ask. And that is that you head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest rating and review. These rating and reviews allow me to reach other guests that are of different levels and statures and prominence and all of that. It really shows to them that, wow, you have engaged listeners who care about your show. So if you would take a moment and go and leave an honest rating and review, and the platform is, it's on Apple Podcasts. And to do that, you go to the main show. So if you're on an episode, you just have to click on the Conscious Investor Podcast. If you scroll towards the bottom, you'll see in little tiny font, it's so small, it'll say, write your own review, like write a review, just click on that. If you would take a moment and just let me know, me and these amazing guests that come onto the show, something that is helping and supporting you in your life. It absolutely mean the world to me and it supports a show in ways beyond measure. You have no idea. So thanks so much for taking 60, 90 seconds to just head over to Apple Podcasts to leave that honest rating and review Conscious Investor absolutely means the world to me. Until next time, Conscious Investor, cheers to health, mindset, and wealth. Are you enjoying this episode? Help spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend or family member. Because really, where would any of our lives be without other people sharing great content with us? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms and with those you care about. And remember, tag me at Happy Julie Holly. 